Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody. So I had an athlete that had a good question that I may not have outlined super specifically in the base miles article that I wrote maybe a year ago that's on the blog. And he'd asked me, hey, when do we just ride endurance all the time? Because during the week, there are some endurance rides that just have, you know, six second sprints in them. Or I might put in a little bit of tempo work. I'm going to actually put out a blog of why I think tempo work is important and should be in your training diet. But base miles, to me, remember that as athletes, we are very stuck in the forest. We're always looking at the trees. We're looking at the next workout. We've got the next race in a week. It's always really important to zoom back out. And I've said this before, that's the number one reason why I have my own coach, because I think that it is very difficult for us to always see the big picture when it's our own training. It's amazing when you point out to somebody some trends as opposed to just specific workout results and they think, oh man, I never really looked at it that way. And I want you to have that mindset for base miles because base miles should be looked at with a big picture view meaning you might still have an intense session every once in a while even one during the week but it might be shorter so this time of year i might still give some over-unders a little lactate clearance work but instead of three by 18 minutes it might be two by 10 minutes And instead of doing sprint training per se and going and cranking out eight to 10 max sprints for 15 seconds, it might be those shorter ones that I talked about. Maybe it's just four by four seconds just to tap those anaerobic fibers. But the majority of your riding is endurance, is that zone two, that 60 to 75 percent ftp and really more towards the 70 percent you know we've had a discussion or an open forum that we said hey do you ride 65 or 75 percent the cliff notes of that whole video that i think is maybe 10 minutes long that you might want to google and watch 
is that there's a mixture. There's a time and place for both. There's a time and place for everything, even low threshold work, which some people market as this thing called sweet spot. I don't believe it's a panacea. That is a shortcut. And I'm going to make a podcast about that, even though I've talked about it a lot. I think it's important to reiterate that I'm not anti low threshold work. I'm anti that being a plan that you do over and over again and that you see an initial bump in fitness because you're new to cycling and then you get burnt out and it makes you upset at your training and people don't like riding the bike after that. I understand it sells plans because you do get fit quickly when you haven't been training, but physiologically and just from experience and seeing so many people get burned from it, it's not the way to go. So base miles is base mile season all endurance all the time no but taking that big picture view again if we get on the micro and we look at workouts i think your weekends should always be endurance now you might be saying but i live in alaska and it's super cold i can't get long endurance time what should i do i would say throw on the snowshoes go for a hike throw on the skis go for an easy ski if you have the technique down and can keep it endurance ish ish maybe a little bit of tempo ish heart rate do that and then ride the bike for two hours two hours indoors is not bad if you want it we used to do three and four hours indoors because we wanted it and there was no zwift and you stared at a wall or you watched uh, a movie this was before Yeah, maybe Netflix was out. I didn't have Netflix. This is when you were getting the CDs mailed to you. People, you might not even know that that was a service. Yeah, you actually ordered these discs called compact discs and you put them in a DVD player. I don't know if there was streaming yet, but uh, yeah, we won't even get into that. That's on a different tech podcast. It's just if you want it. And remember, again, is it an endurance activity? Go hike through snow go get a mountain if it's not super snowy get a mountain bike and ride through the snow in upstate new york that wasn't an option because there was three feet of snow but you know get the heart rate in that endurance zone and that's how you can make up the extra time now if you're lucky and you live in the southeast southwest somewhere where it's warmer go ride endurance We have videos and blogs as to why endurance is not only going to help you set that aerobic foundation. What does that mean? It's not just build a pyramid. It's work on the part of the equation that's going to help your VO2 max. It's so, so, so important. Okay, so what do I do the other times? Wednesday, do a longer endurance ride if you can. Brendan, I have a nine-to-five job. That's not possible. Okay, cool. Get an hour and a half of endurance on the trainer. Yes, that is enough. Do that. And then Tuesday and Thursday, those are your days where you might do a medio, a medium, a whatever you want to call it, a tempo workout. And then the other one could be that one day where you do a shortened VO2 max. I wouldn't do that every week, but I would do it once every three weeks. Maybe you do an over-under. Maybe you do a longer tempo session i don't do those as much anymore simply because i don't think that there's as much race specificity to that and i think that if you're going to do and this is very more taught through you know the wko guys are big on this at least their old webinars it was elongate your intensive aerobic elongate the extensive aerobic go for 45 minutes 
I think you're going to make more aerobic gains from not activating the glycolytic system by going into tempo for that long, but keep it endurance and get more time at it. If you don't have the time, you can do some tempo. It's just not as optimal, period. I mean, that's why I'll make a podcast on how to get faster with Sweet Spot. It's just not as optimal. You can use your time much better. They're just trying that. That's just, I mean, it's a workout class. It's going kind of hard. You get kind of fit. People lose weight. You get a little bump in your FTP, but you're totally activating for the long term. You're activating the glycolytic system too much. And for the long term success of you as a cyclist is not the most optimal thing, but you still could get faster doing it. Because I'll post something about sweet spot. People like, but it's working for me. Sure it is. You've been training for 18 months. You're very, very new to this. And that's great. But there's going to be better ways for you down the road once that stops working. Not trashing anybody. Not talking smack. That's just the way the body works for 95% of people. So, big picture. Base is endurance in terms of your overall time spent riding obviously then as you get you can think of this in any any type of uh cycle then people will use the term a build well your build it's going to shift some of that endurance it's going to shift towards more intensity and if you are building you know i probably see doing more over unders more things to work in your vo2 max and ftp and then race it's definitely going to shift because that high intensity from the race is going to probably take over from two days of racing on the weekend, or you might have a training race on Tuesday night, or you have that high intensity workout on Tuesday, and then you're racing. So obviously there's going to be less endurance time. And then when there's a lull in racing, get that endurance mileage back, keep that aerobic engine trucking along. So remember to see the big picture. It's not always easy. It's, I was talking to a guy who's very talented and has won some races. He's in his mid twenties up in Canada, but doing a lot of different disciplines. The amount of how ham he is going is off the charts. And he said, well, to be honest, I actually don't feel as fast as I thought I would. Do you think I'm burning the candle too much? And I said, man, you're burning it at both ends. At some point you need to hit the reset button take that big picture view, lower the intensity. He has way too much time in zone one, way too much time in zone five and six, needs to get the endurance miles up to become more aerobic because while he does have some super crush wattage for where he wants to go and his potential, he needs his FTP to go up and his VO2 max is not where his goals are going. So go where the puck is going, not where it is. Let's get it. Hope you have a great week. See ya.